I know things you never see. You never see someone taking a shit while running at full speed. Come on, kid, get rid of some of them turds in the shit box. Welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast with me, Rab himself. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Rab from the Bathroom Break Podcast. Just wanted to take a minute to thank you all for listening to the podcast. It's been a lot of fun to sit down with some really interesting people and shoot the shit, you know, talk all that poop and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we want to try and make this thing better for you, so we're going to need to raise some funds. If you head over to greengate.bigcartel.com, there's a donation link there. If you feel so inclined to donate to the Bathroom Break Podcast, awesome. If not, sit back and listen. We're going to talk some crap. Welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast. I'm Rab himself, and my guest today is Jeff Tremaine. I like that you kept himself. I was wondering if, we, like, I thought you dropped himself. Dude, I mean, I feel like at one point people started calling me Christian because that's my full oh, name. Shit. They're like, oh, I think he wants to go by Christian now. I'm like, what did I become, like Ricky Schroeder? Like, now I have to have a specific name. I know. It's so funny. Like, everyone in our crew has a name, and I'll hear it, like, at the office, someone will be around here and saying, Hey, is Greg here? I'm like, Greg, I don't know any Gregs. Like, uh, Greg, a Go- oh, Gooch. Oh, yeah, Gooch is oh, right over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Like> Greg. <laughs> Who the hell's this Greg character? Yeah, I actually, I, when you said that, I thought Wolfie because I don't yeah, even think Wolfie. of Gooch like Greg. Wolf- Greg. I, don't, I forget that his name's even Greg. Like, yeah. He's Wolfie. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have <clears throat> totally forgot that Gooch was named Greg. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. So uh, the, the himself is still alive and well. Um, but dude, I'm man, glad. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm keeping it. How's it going? Good. Man. Yeah. Things are good. Things are crazy. Yeah, dude. It's good to see. Yeah. I'm wandering into the uh, the office here, and there's like the Beastie Boys and Jonah Hill's hanging out, and <laughs> like all this stuff. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Just kidding. We were listening to the Beastie Boys, <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. No, it's uh, thanks for coming on. I, I wanted to sit down with you because uh, obviously anybody who's listening knows Jeff Tremaine from from Jackass and Big Brother and all those. Uh, amazing projects that you've and done. very intellectual yes things <laughs> deep deep intellectual stuff <laughs> <Big time. laughs> but uh but no i wanted to chat about the dirt obviously that movie's coming out here so. i want to hear the you and dave england's like you guys are the two shitters and they were <laughs> yeah. talking to each other Dude, it was seriously like, probably like, got a little competitive yeah <laughs> It was like an hour and a half of just shit stories back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we like, you're no. like the East Coast shitter and he's the West Coast yeah. shitter. There, <laughs> yeah. there should be beef. Yeah, there, I, I wasn't sure if there was going to be. Like uh, When we first sat down, I was like, oh, man, he's a shitter, I'm a shitter. I, and, and, uh, and, he, and he took his hat off to me, which was very, very nice of him. Well, he had to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was like, well, you did the— You, you, you the, full sprint shitted. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, who's done that? <laughs> like, that's, like, yeah. I don't think he could—maybe he could. Like, but, he could do it, yeah. He certainly could do uh, it. Yeah, we talked about uh, how how easily his bowels move, so yeah. so uh, he he could do it. I know he can because actually <laughs> we did a thing. Did I don't even know if we put it on three point five for Jackass three. We did this like enema challenge, <laughs> <laughs> like one of the challenges was long jumping. Like you take the enema <laughs> and you've got yeah. like a jock strap. I don't even know why you have a jock strap on, but like because your buttholes open, I guess. Yeah. And they shot the enemas and they have to wait and wait and then they just have to run and you know do like a track and field long jump. <laughs> <laughs> and every time, like, I think Dave would shit on the run up. Yeah. You know, yeah. most times like, when you land, it sort of dislodges everything. Yeah, I guess if you have a super strong. But he, I, th- I think he did shit on on the full speed run. Yeah. So. 
it's almost impossible because I was going to say, like, when I did it, like, <coughs> it was literally like I had to tense up so hard so that it wouldn't shit. So then the minute you start running, you, like, relax a little. And then it's like, boom, there's no just, holding it in. I don't think I could shit and run. I think I, think I would just – I would be too – with enough X-Lax and coffee, you could... Uh... I guess, that's true. I have a, I, And I do have a very sort of particular, like, routine, and if I mess it up, I get, like, yeah, risk of shitting my pants all day, like... Yeah, dude, we, we were talking coffee. about, like... Coffee's a bad one yeah. for me. Like, well, that, that's what did it. I, I ate 18 X-Lax, and then I'm sit, sitting there for, like, an hour, and bam, kept being like... Do you think 18 does any more than, no, like, five? No, like? No. <laughs> I think it was just for the sake of... Like saying I ate the entire it's, box of them. Yeah, it's the world yeah, we're in right there. And Bam's like, "Oh, dude, do you have to shit?" I'm like, "I, I don't know." And then I drank a, a, like a little bit of coffee, and it was like, "Oh, oh yeah. get the get the camera." And, and uh, but dude, after after I ate all 18 of them, I had I, I called my mom because she's a nurse, and I was like, "Hey, I just ate like 18 X like She's like, Christian. Why did you do that? Like flipping out because she's like, like you could literally like dehydrate." from that so oh, i had shoot. to take a modium and then a modium just counteracted yeah it kind of backs it up yeah. in there so that holds it all but in you there. felt like you had to shit really bad but then when you get to the toilet you don't have to shit right so it was like oh and then just no shit but uh <laughs> i remember when we were i'm gonna just stay on the shit for a minute like we were in we were doing wild boys and we were in india and in india on our shitty little production like india just throws people at everything like like so our crew just got so big bigger, yeah, just yeah. because that's their style and we had instead of a emt which we would have to travel around you know just like a guy who gets you yeah. to the hospital we have a plan to get you out of there oh that's good if something bad happens <laughs> uh we learned the hard way yeah like, anyway <laughs> in india instead of having an emt we had two medical doctors with us oh wow and you know a bunch of our crew was getting like dysentery getting sick and then one doctor uh yes rick was one of them um one of the doctors would give you a modium right away and the other one was super against it i watched them fight about it because the other one wants you to just shit it all out get it out of your system but the yeah. modium holds that you know everything in and i thought the second doctor made more sense like let it just cut get out of there yeah i mean i wonder because like to an extent right because then what if you're just shitting out nothing like, right. like i've had those days yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, i think as long as you stay hydrated as yeah. long as you can okay. find a way to keep yeah liquids in the system. yeah yeah because because dave england and i were t we were talking about like probably like for me like it was like a decade where like i couldn't have a solid shit i didn't like, know we were just gonna give i, I yeah. think i started this too but <laughs> yeah, like, hey it's hard not to i can talk shit all day <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but uh but it was like a whole like 10 years of just shitting and then like and never having a solid shit Oh, God. But then when I actually got like sober and shit, then then I then it started to oh, yeah, to yeah. bind up and become a real turd. <laughs> Dude, I remember because when we were in the like I was in my group stuff, and like we literally had a celebration for my first solid shit. Oh wow! Because, I never even thought about that. I drank yeah. all, every day, all day, all the time, and that's then, true. When I'm boozing too, you're the same thing. You're right. It's just yeah. yeah. It's just mud butt for for mud. the whole you know the whole time. But, I never uh, thought about that as a <laughs> celebration for sobriety. <laughs> 
<laughs> hard turds. Yeah. So, uh, so speaking of uh, of turds, man. <laughs> speaking of turds, let's talk about the dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For real, man. I got to see it. Like they, uh, like one of your uh, assistants sent it over. So How I about that, man. It. You're and fucking big time. Yeah, man. I felt like, big time. <laughs> I was like, wow. Get that exclusive link. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was it was incredible though. For Thanks, real. man. Like, Thank and, you. And not just saying that because because I, I know you and and but like really like watching it, um, I always felt like. I always hated the nerd that, like, I read the Harry Potter book, and then when I saw Harry Potter, it just wasn't as good as the book. You yeah. know, like, there's always yeah. that guy, and, and and I literally... Probably more with this, honestly, yeah. than with, like, Harry Potter. Like, this yeah. is, like... Yeah, but I felt like <clears throat> the dude, like, I read the book, and then I saw the movie, and that's, like, probably the only time that ever happened to me. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, I've read a book. How many know? books have you read? Let's be realistic. <laughs> At least one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah. So when I read it, and then uh, and then it just immediately when it started, it just felt like like I w I didn't want to compare it to the book, um, and I found myself not doing that once I got into the movie because I just totally forgot about all of that. Right. Because I was just immersed into it. But then when I look back after having seen it, it was like, dude, it just captures every single awesome part of what the book is and then just i don't know it just brings you on the ride of motley crew and and fuck that's it's amazing like that's cool yeah know? i mean it was you yeah. know it's not an easy book to to make a movie because it's not linear the, the story it, it's in and out of yeah. order and it doesn't even add up to <laughs> i mean it's just a whole yeah 30 years of mayhem yeah uh so 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 how did you i'm glad to hear that, that, that yeah. you I was picturing you saying, like, I watched it and because you know me, I'm like, I'm so surprised. It, it actually looked like a real movie. Yeah, like it didn't <laughs> suck. And I was like, Jeff made that? <laughs> but, uh, so. but no, dude, like it really did, like, because there's parts and I don't, I don't know when we'll air this. So I don't right. want to say anything like spoiler wise, but um, there's parts of it. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, like the heavy part, obviously, with Vince, like, it was like where that really like got you kind of fucked up, you know, like yeah. where, where I, as a viewer, was kind of like fucked up about that. I mean, obviously, you know, we have someone who. Right, 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 right. As a result of similar <clears throat> circumstances. And so, but yeah, it got me choked up in that moment. And Good. So, yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, like my desire to tell, like to make the dirt was not out of my love for Motley Crue. I like Motley Crue just fine, you know, the, yeah. all through my life they've been around uh and i liked them but I, I wasn't a super fan of motley Crue. but and you were a part of this like when i read that book we were kind of right on the just rocket ride of jackass and then and, and it's similar it's very they're similar stories in yeah. so many ways you know it's like these young guys that get exposed to fame and and are encouraged to just be as naughty and terrible <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and 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 you know it's fun for a minute but it, and it, it's you know it's fun but it also there's consequences to you know after a while like everything shifts your 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 moral line shifts like what's acceptable what's not like what gets you psyched and the amount that it takes to go there and I mean, I, there's just so much to it, but you know, it's it's been a roller coaster of good and bad for all of us, right? Yeah. And uh, and that's I think that was my attraction to the the book, well, like wanting to tell that story and wanting to tell it with with an accuracy and an authenticity. That's what I tried to do. 
So yeah. well, you absolutely did. did that, dude. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And and uh, <clears throat> and that, yeah, and that's really cool to kind of hear it from that perspective of jackass being such a similar thing because i felt like that at times where uh i mean you'd always heard like when we were when you know when we were younger it, you always heard like oh motley Crue is the wildest and like at a time i was like they ain't got shit on what we're doing you know like <laughs> well, that's what i felt like and i didn't know them personally so i didn't know but then obviously when i read the book i realized okay cool it was definitely on on those levels but but there's all very similar story stuff of it and and yeah, I mean the the jackass. Ride. I mean, we'd even use Motley Crue sometimes as motivators, especially for like Steve-O. Like if I if I wanted Steve-O to destroy something, just put Motley fucking Crue on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and for that for him back then, it couldn't be Doctor Feelgood though. He had a no Doctor Feelgood fucked up. Ah, there's guys a sober man fucked out album. Like yeah, he yeah, had yeah, this like yeah. fucking very strict yeah. Motley Crue fuck shit up attitude and. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and I always remember that photo. Like he wrecked that van. Remember when he fucking, I, I don't know if you, like, in the first movie, going out to, we were shooting the big ending where everyone was old and getting destroyed, and uh, they put Molly Crew on, and he just ripped the whole Teamster van to pieces, <laughs> like, destroyed it. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. No, I was going to say, because I always remember the photo of him with, like, Motley Crew when he's a little kid. Yeah. Like he had met them when he was like, so he was already on this path to like, this is rad. I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I mean, to a point where, like, in the first movie, um, he was such a super fan that we fucked with it. Well, we didn't try to fuck him. He was going to get the off-road tattoo. Yeah. I don't know if you know the story. Like, yeah. he, uh, I was going to give him that tattoo in the off-road vehicle, and I thought, well, let's get. You know, we, we have, we're doing a movie. Now we can reach out and get celebrities to be a part of it, and it'll be cool. And so we, I thought, let's get Nikki Six to drive the fucking yeah. off-road. And uh, so they got in, somehow got in touch with Nikki, and he agreed to do it. But, like, in the few days coming up to it, we sort of lost contact with Nikki and didn't know how to get back in touch <laughs> yeah. with it. And it's sort of like, like, fuck. So we had to scramble and find someone else. And so <laughs> we found... Uh, Rollins. Rollins yeah. And uh but I didn't tell I didn't tell Steve O that we had switched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, what fun uh, is that? <laughs> uh, and so 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 did Nikki did you ever figure out like did he fall off because I, I never was... I don't know. I never figured out. Like I didn't how know long... Nikki back then. I didn't know how to get in touch with him and, and I don't think he even remembers yeah. like, if I talk to him now about it, I don't think he would know what happened. Yeah, he's been sober <clears throat> though a long time, huh? He has. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Because I wondered was he sober then or whatever, but, but I, I I don't you know, like I only know him as a sober person, but I've only known him since the process of making this movie, which I guess I met Nikki eight and a half years ago. Okay. So eight years ago. And so, uh, but it, he's been so super cool and super. So yeah, was he, <clears throat> was he psyched that like, that you were going to be the one? I don't think he was psyched at first. I think, you know, I had to go and sort of win him over. And I came in with this, I made this like lookbook and this sizzle. Re I, I, I went after this yeah. project hard. And, uh, and I think, Early on, like I was like really nervous about meeting Nick. I, I had to meet each of the band guys to get the gig, and uh, Nikki was the first one. And this is after I, you know, kind of won approval from Julie Yorn, the producers, and Eric Olson. So once I got past that hurdle, they put me in, in front of Nikki to see if Nikki's cool with it. And um, I showed him, the, you know, this stuff, and I was talking about the movies that I think it should that should influence it, and. Um, 
And I think he just kind of saw the underdog. I mean, he like first oh, didn't yeah. think like, oh, you know, like he wouldn't look at Jackass and say, I want that kind of tell <laughs> yeah, my story. Right, you know right, right, right. Uh, but we, we connected on a lot of levels. You know, like I expressed the same thing I just told you. Like, like I, I relate to this on a different level. I relate to this because I think I've sat shotgun and watched this actually happen. Yeah. Um, but also... Yeah, he just saw sort of an underdog in me that he that he kind of connected to himself. Like he always felt like the underdog. That he always felt the band was underdogs, and so I think he liked it that I was doing it and that I would tell it true and yeah, you know, with the rawness that it needs. Um, and it's funny because then, so we connected right away, and he was cool with it. Like pretty yeah. soon into the meeting. And so I thought, oh, good, no, because now I just got to go to Tommy's going to be easy. So I go to meet Tommy, and Tommy was fucking hard. Oh, Tommy get, went after me. <laughs> He's like, well, what do you think? Like, I don't I don't see how you're going to do this movie. You, you, like, it's, I don't think this movie's a comedy. I mean, it's got some stuff in it, but I don't. I just don't see why you think. How, do you, how would you do this? How would you do that? And he yeah. just grilled me, like, <laughs> yeah. with good, you know, like, made me yeah. stand up for myself and stand up for what I thought. Uh, and it's so funny because... I left the meeting like a little bit shook. I'm like, fuck, man, I overlooked Tommy. I didn't even, I just thought yeah. he was going to be one of our guys. Like, he, yeah. he seems the most like yeah. any of the jackass guys, right? Yeah. So uh, I get into my car, leaving the meeting, and like, I get this text from him. He's like, dude, this is going to be so fucking rad. I'm like, oh, you fucking, yes. where were you in that meeting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, damn, that's you know. crazy. And because uh, I, cause I, was gonna say I, I had ne I've never met Nikki, but I, I met Tommy when we were doing Viva La Bam. Right. We went to his studio, and we always bust on Rake because Rake Yon walks in oh, and yeah. goes, "Oh wow, this is a beautiful studio." We're like, "What the fuck do you know about you know like a, a music studio?" <laughs> well, well. Yeah, it's like we to do, and uh, and then yeah, no, but Tommy was super nice and friendly and all that. So yeah, I would have thought yeah. the same thing that. That he'd be like receptive to it, but that's that's funny that it it, it always feels like that the, the the person the thing you overlook it's it is like that gets you that's the, like that's how yeah. it is even like when we shoot like when we shoot jackass stuff like we'll be prepared for this big like super prepared for the big stunt we're yeah. doing and it's the little thing on the side that's either gonna fucking bite you on the ass or it's gonna be way funnier and better than the big yeah, one you set yeah, up yeah, for, yeah. right <laughs> like we'll be setting up this huge shot and. And then all of a sudden, like right over the side, they're getting Wee Man to kick himself in the head, and that is so much more funny than <laughs> yeah, the big yeah, expensive thing we're setting yeah, up yeah, for. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? like that's just a dud now. <laughs> like, it, all right, it, that's guess. always like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so. Oh, it's funny. So, so okay. So, so walk me through like the process once you actually like. Now you get the text from Tommy and, and Nikki approves, and then you're like. <clears throat> so then you know, and then I got I had to meet with Vince and uh, Mick and. Uh, they were they were cool. They, they worked out pretty well, uh, and then we start. Like there was a script. Rich Wilkes wrote this script, and it had these incredible scenes in it. But to me, it didn't. I I just didn't connect with it the way I thought it had. It was a bunch of rad scenes, but I didn't make a story to me. And so we sort of broke that that script apart, saving all these great scenes, but kind of putting them into more traditional order. Like I thought. Let's start this. Like I, I just thought it should be a beginning to. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so we put it in order, and uh, my assistant at the time. So basically, it was me and Eric Olson and my assistant Amanda Adelson, and Amanda went to school for screenwriting, but I never, I didn't know this about her. So, yeah. <laughs> but we started just 
kind of breaking the breaking the the script into to different scenes and putting it in cards and putting it up on a board and sort of saying, all right, now we need a scene that gets us from here to here. And and, and she started writing these little scenes just as Phil. I thought we were going to hire a big writer. And, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and these scenes were coming out good. I'm like, well, that's pretty good. Try this. So like, let's write this one. And then yeah. it started adding up, and we started just writing it ourselves. I never. Uh, had done that before with a script or story, but uh, and 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 not, and did, not even like uh, the bad grandpa stuff. Or, or well, bad grandpa was similar to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. That was yeah. So that was sort of a different approach. We didn't kind of go in with that story all the way figured out. It took a long. That was a yeah. long way to find the bad grandpa story. But okay. I wish we would have done it. <laughs> Maybe a little more, more organized like yeah. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the beginning, because uh, we stopped down in the middle and then realized Read. what's working, what's not working. Let's go with this, and we made it much more traditional. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's what the process was, and really it was Amanda and Eric. They were just kind of then just off and running on writing these scenes and filling it out, and I was sort of just shepherding. This is how I think the story should go. And so, yeah. uh, and so, and then when we got the script uh, in a good shape, uh, we shopped it around. We, we, they, they, so the production company LBI had the rights to it. They got them from Paramount, but they needed to find a studio to to make the movie. And, and uh, oh, so you you're you are like, you were like putting the script together before a studio. It was yeah, yeah. We oh, were wow. we were getting okay. it ready to shop it. Like Dude, so, you, I was attached yeah. to it. Um, but they, you know, we didn't have any actors, or we didn't have a deal yet. So the they found a deal uh, with Focus, uh, Focus Pictures, but we just hit them at the wrong time. Like everybody left right after we got, a, you know, yeah, we got them to to pay for, it and they're, they're excited about it, and then everybody leaves, and we're just stuck there, <laughs> like like right before it's gonna go. Oh wow! And it was devastating. Uh, and then Netflix, luckily. Like I, I guess it was a year later, two years later, came in and showed some enthusiasm. So it just fired it back up, and we uh, uh, then started casting. And uh, you know, it's it's a long process. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Is I don't think people realize like that. It, how, like yeah, how I was. Long, a, like, I got attached to it in. Uh, I'd say I got attached to it in the beginning of 2011, but it was really 2010 that I started going after it. Yeah. So I was officially attached in 2011. So yeah, yeah, that's eight years. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah, 2019, and it's yeah. coming out on March 22nd. Yep. So uh, yeah, man, that's crazy. Okay, so, so yeah, which is a totally different process than say getting Bad Grandpa made or yeah, getting yeah. a Jackass movie made. Like I just <laughs> thought, oh shit, everyone's just dying to make movies. They'll make a movie about anything. Like, yeah, 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 right, right, right. So easy. You didn't realize you had such a hit on your hands that it was like, oh, everything's not this it's easy. It's not that easy. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I know. I think you know. I kind of came to that realization too, like after Jackass, Beaver, Bam stuff, and then trying to pitch shows, and then be, and people being like, oh, cool, and then. It, you'll get it into development and then it won't go and then this won't happen and I was like oh what yeah. I was like 20 when you guys showed up to the Acme parking lot and we just started <laughs> filming nonsense <laughs> and then it all worked like what happened yeah. you know like that was my like I was like cause I mean I was a young ass kid I, yeah. I were always telling the story with Dave is like you guys were like 29 because I think you're like 10 years older than me. Yeah. and you were like 29 at the time and I was 19 when we were filming a couple things and I turned 20 and then it aired but 
but I was like 19 years old when we were filming, and I ripped my arm out of the side. Oh, yeah, on we the, fucked you up. On the thing. <laughs> but I remember you and PJ like sitting in the back, and I was like, who are these old guys? <laughs> like, you know, like that was like, like who are these old ass guys? Like, sitting, and then, 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 like, like uh, Bam's like, dude, that's the producer and the, like, and the star of the show. And I, I'm like, oh, okay, what? <laughs> like I, I didn't get it because I was like, because dude, when you're 19, like 29 yeah. is like so old. so old, and then now I look, I'm like 29, so young, shit, you know, like, and I, I didn't realize it, and then you know, and we we filmed all that, yeah, crazy stuff, and then being a young kid like that, I mean, I had since I was like 12, we had filmed CKY stuff, right. so that stuff to me was always like all right we'll film that, you this. know that's when we met bam way back yeah then, like right 411 <clears throat> that like all that that those days like i remember like uh because i remember being right there when he's filming the thing in the bathtub where he's like yeah got the well, i remember on. we went we were on a big brother tour yeah and uh we were going through philly and bam's dad brought him out to come shoot with us and he's just this little kid just, <laughs> i mean he's a little fucking kid but he's busting you know yeah. and and you could tell he was just funny and then like yeah then he signed with toy machine they put out that first video yeah yeah because uh, it really related to what we were doing same thing like yeah skateboarding was the lifestyle like it was about the just the nonsense around skateboarding that's what we were always yeah best at right right yeah <laughs> so. no and i remember seeing the videos and like dude eating a dog shit for trucks and right. stuff and i was like oh man you know because <laughs> eating actual poop to get those trucks you know and uh but yeah like i it was just crazy because i think like i was saying is like at 12 years old we were filming these random things and i'm like oh, what is any of this this is just all fun and then all of a sudden like uh you know lance was going to put out a video of all the collective stuff i'm like oh that's kind of cool but i never thought yeah. anything of anything and then you guys show up and it's like mtv's doing that i'm like what the yeah. hell so then for me it was like oh it's just all that's just it just all just works out like that yeah. <laughs> me know? too by the way you know, like... yeah and and then yeah now but to see the real process of like not to say that's not real but but every process is different but 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 actually going about like scripted movie and doing that it's like dude 2010 like i mean for real that's like invested time oh yeah like, like but, but you know and like you, you can get like i i understand why people would look at me and my body of work and not be ready to throw <laughs> like a script and a lot of money at like this guy can do it you look at our body of work it really was you know bad grandpa was the first like telling a long story and then i'd done a couple documentaries that felt a little more yeah. but still not like being evil and yeah and, uh, uh, and, and birth of big birth air, of big air yeah. and uh yeah a lot of we just I love yeah those are rad by the way <laughs> yeah because I, I, I watched all those yeah and they're, they're, they're just awesome um so. but yeah no like so they were a little bit like tentative yeah like like first. right after the first jackass movie like blew up uh i got some scripts but they were like so shitty you know like just the <laughs> shittiest like uh Most <laughs> basic comedies that yeah like back then it was direct to video shit you know yeah. I, I don't think anything that came my way aired and made any noise you know like yeah dude england was talking about this movie shred that he did he was like he told the producer like oh no i'm not, I'm not an actor like I, I shouldn't do this and they're like you'll figure it out he's like what and then he got he got on set and they're like all right do this he's like i can't remember anything i told you i'm not an actor and they're like, wait and they, so they were all freaked out because they like just gave him the go-ahead oh my for god this, like crappy movie but um that sounds like you know yeah. uh Pete Davidson, he's in the movie. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and I'm having, like, uh, 
you know, everyone's like, yeah, you should get Pete to do this pizza. So I did all this. Like, I started watching Pete uh, videos, mostly from Saturday Night Live stuff. But yeah. uh, he's so funny. But he's not, he, like, but there's no, nothing that showed me, like, oh, he's an actor. He can, and then so yeah. I get him on the phone. I'm like, well, I just want to see him just read these lines at least so I can understand that he can. I get him on the phone. The first thing's like, hey, man, uh, I just want to let you know I, I can't act. Like I'm not an actor. Like like I I'd, I'd love to do this with you, but I, I just want you to know up front. Like I I'm not really an actor. <laughs> like they, I'm always they always write me in, into starting live sketches, and then I just try it, and they just say, Nah, never mind. You just do the shit on the news. <laughs> yeah. like, You're like, oh, that's a great endorsement. As I'm trying to like surround myself with like real professionals, as I do, I was all, I'm all nervous getting to my first scripted movie, and I'm talking to an actor that I really want to do it, and he's telling me he can't act, and I'm like. And at the time, I'm thinking, well, shit, none of my guys could ever act. And we did fine. Come on, join the, join the group. Get in here. Get in here. And he's the best, man. Yeah. I, we had a great. Dude, he did a we great job. I thought so. Too. I mean, like, he is an he, actor. Right, because cause the role that he's in is totally different than the guy that you know. Yeah, no, what's did. so funny is, like, when he showed up, you know, he, he naturally leans funny and wants to be funny. And, like, uh, he walked our first scene. It's like all the guys are rowdy, and he walks up and introduces himself. But I needed him to play it real straight and kind right. of nerdy and straight. Right. And uh, and he's at first thing he just dives in and starts cracking the guys up. I'm like, no, I, that's that's awesome, but we're not going to use that. So you got to kind of pull him aside and like, hey, yeah. man, like you're not cool and funny, right? Yeah, yeah. Nerdy and <laughs> I want you to be funny like that as soon as we're off to the side, because like, it was so funny because he and and Machine Gun Kelly just hit it off like they had the. F they're the two oh, funniest. Yeah. Like they had a rapport right away. Yeah, and that was fun to watch. And dude, that's a good point with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Like, how did you know that he would be? Like, like I, I, he's the perfect <clears throat> Tommy, by the way. I know. Well, so I always wanted. I really wanted to put some sort of real rock star in this movie that would Get uh, it. just give it give it yeah. legitimacy and also influence the other actors with. This is how it really is. Uh, not knowing that Machine Gun Kelly was the right guy for that. Um, but I got this. He self-taped this read, and it was like, he's not acting like Tommy. He is fucking Tommy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and so I meet him. Um, and I had met him a long time ago uh, at like a VMAs or something like that. Just, I, you know, he's cool. I always liked him. But when I meet him, on on the top of his right wrist... It says mayhem in the same font that Tommy has across his yeah. abdomen, and uh, and he had that. That was an old tattoo. That wasn't like something he got to, to right. impress me for the role. On his left wrist, on the inside, he's got the Jackass logo tattooed on his wrist. I'm like, well, we don't even need to. Like, you're made for this, like, <laughs> right? Like, guy. you were destined to be this dude. So let's just fucking yeah. go, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, just so happened to be like six foot five, <clears throat> skinny, and the exact yeah, but he, you same know, thing. like he committed so hard. He didn't know how to drum. Like he, he's a natural musician. Like, but he didn't know how to drum. Uh, so his the drummer in his band just started like, who grew up on Tommy Lee, who learned how to drum like Tommy Lee, even though he's like this short little guy. He does all the frills and twirls and everything. Yeah. And uh, he just put uh, Colson, Machine Gun Kelly through this rigorous boot camp i mean just non-stop beating yeah. his ass on how to just twirl the drumsticks right yeah and so yeah basically machine Gun kelly never put that drumstick down every like just for just got obsessed with it yeah five months before like just non-stop dude you, i mean and that and that's you nailed exactly because i was gonna <clears throat> ask that because there's scenes in it where i'm like 
oh, he must know how to drum. Cause yeah, no, like, no. Because it, it, it was like right on and it looked Well, natural. if you think about it, if you think about it, you can't fake drumming. You right. can fake almost everything yeah. else, but drumming is where, I mean, I guess like a guitar player would know watching a guitar player fake it. But like yeah. the average person right. isn't going to know You're going, oh, that's going the like note this. that's coming mm, up. Cool. But you know if the drum's not making sense, if it's not yeah. hitting the notes, and like, yeah. you just that's something everybody catches. I kind of looked for it, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> I kind of like, was like, hmm, let's see what's I happening. I think a lot here. of people would. Like, yeah. And he crushed it. Yeah. And he can really play now. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, he, he definitely embodied Tommy. Like a hundred, It was like, man. And and, uh, and and he influenced the other. Like, it, it did exactly what I wanted it to. And I think they influenced, you know, I had three other really good actors playing the other guys and they all influence it was a really good yeah uh, uh who are the actors like who who played what's the actor's name that played vince uh vince is daniel weber yeah uh he was the last one we cast so i i never heard of him but uh our barbara our casting uh barbara fiorentino put him up she was, was a huge fan showed me like he he played uh Lee Harvey Oswald in oh, uh, that Stephen King adaptation for Hulu, and then he uh, he just finished shooting The Punisher for Netflix, and he's he's awesome. But yeah. like, it didn't show none of neither of those showed me that he could play a rock star. But then he came in and he just yeah, he's an acrobat, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just this sinewy little like just moves around just like a rock like he is a frontman. Yeah. So I mean, it was the last piece, and it was so perfect when we met him, except for his stupid accent. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he talks like this, mate. Yeah, yeah and he's yes, like, yeah, oh the, god, you gotta learn. Yeah, if you can lose that stupid accent, we're gold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, it's kind of crazy. I just thought about he was the last piece, kind of like Vince was the last piece. Right. In, yeah, in that's Mount right. Crew for real, like. But it fell in exactly. It, it, you know, we. It's funny because we cast it. Like first guy we found was Douglas Booth. Like yeah. as soon as I found him, he was the perfect Nikki. It's funny because uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, and as soon as like uh, they presented me with like here's here's some Mick choices and they showed me you and if who I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan I'm like if he'll do it like I don't need an audition I just bring yeah, him yeah 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 he's it that's yeah. perfect and uh, yeah so dude it's funny because because uh, the guy that plays uh, Nikki like. I saw photos of him like separate, cause I, cause I never saw him before right. he was Nikki, and so when I saw him right away, he was Nikki, and I just saw it that, and then I saw this photo of him like after the fact, I'm like, who's that guy? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look at yeah. all. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. he, he's a chameleon. Like, yeah. uh, I luckily he had done another biopic where he played Boy George, and I got oh. to see all these clips. And it's, again, you would never recognize him as the actor if you saw a picture of him not dressed up. It's like, so he, I knew that he could totally transform, and yeah, I uh, had full confidence that he was going to pull it off. So, at this point, when you're casting, like studio is already behind it, and you guys, are... Stud Netflix is behind it, but casting mattered a lot to them. That was the one thing that really mattered. So it was really working with them to get this cast that that made sense to. Yeah. The movie and to them like it had to make sense to both and so we finally landed on uh and they were luckily like uh supportive of us kind of coming up with a lot of no big names playing these guys but kind of the right level of names playing these guys yeah and uh because i don't know I, that for me that mattered too i wanted it to be sort of discoveries uh that you don't get knocked out of the movie by looking at a big name actor sort yeah. of with a wig on and you know yeah and and i and i love that because um i mean just as a movie fan i love going in and being like 
I don't really know who this person is, and but they're incredible. And then it like it's almost like this breakout opportunities for breakout roles. Right. But it, but it yeah it doesn't distract you from like oh there's Brad Pitt with a wig on. Right. You know, like right. it's like well, because you f you you feel the wigs more. Like my yeah. biggest fear in making this movie is the wigs. Right. Like, yeah. like if the hair doesn't look right, if the hair looks too big, too stupid. Yeah. Then it feels like we're making fun of this scene, and it yeah. feels like a parody or satire. It so quickly turns into just a shitty yeah. Halloween party, right? Like, Did they grow their hair out at all? No. Or? Okay, so no. it was, yeah, it was, it was all some wigs. Okay. Really expensive. Good yeah, it looked wigs. good. Yeah, it did. And a woman named Ann Morgan did all her hair, and she killed it. So. Yeah, nice, nice. So okay, so so then the studio is behind, and uh, and where did you shoot? We shot in New Orleans. Okay, so. <clears throat> And that was good. Like honestly, um, like the movie should have been shot in L.A. It's an L.A. story, mostly. Uh, but for me, I think it helped to for all of us to just be on top of each other with no distractions. Right. Oh yeah. Other yeah, than yeah. New Orleans is a big distraction, but like we were all just stuck on top of each other twenty four hours a day, right? Like, yeah. So, uh, and it's kind of what I like when Jackass works the best is when we're all away from. You know, it's not a it's not a job. It's your life. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. Um, and it creates that bond. Yeah, and I think the bond had to, we had to form that bond, and that, that bond was formed by just living together and yeah. just being right on top of each other the whole time. So, yeah, because I was thinking when I was watching, I was like, "Is this actually Rainbow, or was it like remade?" Well, because <clears throat> it was perfect. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. Like, um, for me, it was super important. One. Because I, I just always I wanted to be the least experienced person on the whole crew, right? Like yeah. I, this is my first. I wanted to make sure that I had the Smart. most experienced DP, <laughs> uh, most experienced production designer, most experienced costumer. Like, and luckily, kind of we like it just fell into place perfectly. Like I first found Toby Oliver. He had just done Get Out. Yeah. And uh, whoa, whoa. And that's the DP. He's the DP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like. It sort of mattered to me that he did get. I didn't realize that it mattered to, but I, but I knew that that was Jordan Peele's first movie, and for, I could it, like just meeting him. I, I could tell he was going to look out for me in a way, like look out for my, yeah, rookiness in this. Yeah, and he did. He absolutely was just. We had such a great partnership. Like he was. I didn't have to worry about what things were going to look like. He just took care of that. Like, and uh, Mel Jones was our production designer and. And and it's like we're all sort of this. We all grew up in this era, so we all cared about telling it and telling it right. Like we were yeah. all very uh, '80s kids, right? We were yeah. like this was where we grew up. So there was like uh, this love letter to that time period that we all just knew that it's not gonna be fucking fake, man. None of this is gonna feel. We're, uh, yeah. And Christine Watta, same thing. She was our costumer, and she just. Uh, cared so much about like she worked at CBGB's in New York like just Damn. understood the yeah. world like so well yeah that um, it turned out that we were all kind of the same age and just I, I just said they, they gave me so much confidence they, they looked out for me and looked out for the movie so well all I had to really do was work with the actors and make sure we get this dude that's awesome real bond yeah so they you know like hiring them was the and you went blessing. about kind of meeting them and figuring out who they are or did they come like on i intentionally or? wanted um really experienced people yeah uh but it's sort of like as you start interviewing 
the right one just it almost they almost yeah. always popped right up it was the right one. it was this is it you these are it. these are my yeah. first choices and we got them all yeah yeah, so. that's cool. Cause yeah, cause cause the rainbow, like I mean, we've spent many of those yeah. nights there <laughs> with Lemmy always there. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. And and, uh, and and like she built it, like it's so funny. So the rainbow, we she was so good at like repurposing spaces. Like uh, when you see the movie, um, uh, God, I'm trying to blank. <laughs> um, On the rainbow, yeah. Not the rainbow. What's yeah, yeah. the first? place they played I, we never went there but uh starwood. The starwood yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah starwood. she built the starwood it was in this big uh sort of uh in a nightclub but it didn't look like the starwood so she had to put like wood paneling behind the stage she did the exact wood paneling the, in the same chevron style that they yeah the starwood <laughs> had and then there was a back room this big just beat up back room and she turned it into the the the, the, the i'm sorry the uh the rainbow room like just put the old wood paneling put the little balcony rail around it all the christmas yeah. lights all the old photos i mean it, like i went in there i'm like how did you do this <laughs> yeah. and it's a 360 you can shoot it any direction yeah uh, and then there's another little she even like just took this one little corner and turned it into uh, a strip club just there's one strip club scene in this tommy lee 24 hours in the life of tommy lee like there's a strip yeah. club and she just whipped that up like built the strip club off the so we had three sets so we could just Damn. bam 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 yeah like that's incredible i mean like i never could have looked at those spaces and said oh this will be perfect that's perfect <laughs> like she showed me like oh this yeah. is how you do it just the, I, I feel like the, the <clears throat> mind of a production designer is like they they already see it like that like, and, and like what was so great about her and, and every like you couldn't shake her like you like like all right, that's gonna be great. We can't do that. Like that—that's what happened. We were supposed to do a company move to go to the the strip club scene. Yeah. And it turned out that's gonna be too difficult. We have to get it on this day. And she's like, "No problem." But strip club. I'm like, I love her attitude. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. Toby had that. We all had this. Like, nothing's gonna shake this thing. There's no yeah. roadblocks, man. Any roadblock in front of you, just walk right around it. Dude, I, and I feel like that's what it takes for great stuff to happen. Like, just just that positive energy constantly. Like, okay, cool, go this. All right, shift gears and go that. Yeah, well, like, you you get. Yeah. You know, you've been around long enough. Life yeah. is is this like negative energy is more contagious and yes. and, 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 <laughs> and it's sort of an easier thing to foster like but i've never been about that i'm always about just no yeah. way man like yeah just go positive. And, and 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 force your positive energy on everybody else and make sure you control the yeah. whole room like you got to be the big bright light but, yeah so and you've got to force it and you have to force it because like honestly if you turn yeah. it back like everyone it's easy to bitch about shit and it's easy yeah. to shit on stuff you yeah. know like it's that's the easiest thing to do it's harder to endorse something to be honest it's yeah. harder to get right. because you're putting your like you know, it's 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 sort of cowardly to just sit back and shit on stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah, got to be brave to fucking endorse yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, dude, so, to be that trailblazer kind of. Yeah, or yeah, and just yeah, and yeah. for everyone to jump on board. Like, let's yeah. just do this. There's nothing you you can't let anything stop you. Yeah, and and the cool thing I think about <clears throat> about the dirt is like you are all actually excited as hell to be doing it. Yeah, like that, um, that like matters. top to bottom, like the whole yeah. crew is like absolutely on board with yeah it, you know that that shines through big time in the movie too like cool. i mean it, it was a fun fucking watch all the way from the very beginning because of the style of here there every, like mm -hmm. right in the beginning it was like oh, oh cool okay cool okay like and then i was like damn okay feeling like that story and then you're right in and then you're already like you already know who everybody is and you're already set right and and then you're comfortable 
to go on that ride. Yeah. Well, and, that that was you know the yeah. plan was to sort of trick people into staying on this ride because they look it's it, I wanted it to start off super fun and just yeah. the full on live up to the expectations of this is the craziest sex drugs and rock and roll story that ever happened. But honestly, it it all gets so dark and you want yeah. to you want to feel that dark. You want to care about the guys so when it does get dark you're still on board and yeah. you know you want to feel that pain and the suffering that they that happens, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so okay, so it's coming out 22nd. Yeah, it comes out 22nd. And uh, have you done a premiere for it yet? Or No, uh, there's, they're still, like, uh, finalizing what that's going to be, but it'll be, you know, a couple of days before the. Cool, and, and actually that made me think about the screening process. Like, after, you, after you've shot it, you know, um, I mean, some people know this, but not a lot of people know that, like, you go through kind of a rigorous post-production of yeah. you're cutting things. You know, like, it was explained to me, you, you make, a movie is made three times, yeah. right? A movie is made first on paper. It's, it's a script. It's been made once. Then you cast and you, you, you get the cameras out and you make the movie again, right? This is now it's realizing... It, it all changes, you know. Yeah. What's written is never the final product, right? Like you, once you start getting the actors in, that all starts to change. And uh, but then you make it again, and once you take all that footage, you do totally again remake it again in post. So like you, like yeah. you are not married to the way the scene was shot. Like yeah. you can reconstruct it and reconfigure it any which way. Like that was kind of news to me. Like I, I knew that. And p doing posts with Jackass, we always reconfigure and like it's like if you were there, it, it usually isn't exactly what you see. It was yeah. like, there's a lot more to it than, uh, but same with the scripted stuff. Like yeah, you you can totally. No, I was just thinking right now because I came in for uh, uh, for Bad Grandpa. Like you guys were doing a screening at Paramount, and right. like, I like I think I just moved back out here. And you were like, yeah, come on over to that. So I go over and I'm watching. And then um, at the end, like you and, and Knoxville and Spike were standing there. And you're like, oh, Kyle, like, what'd you think? And then I was like, man, Spike, like, you're like really good at being a girl. Like, I couldn't even tell. Like, you were just like a girl. And he was like, thanks, I guess. <laughs> like, because his voice. A like, girl. I, yeah, like, I, like his yeah. voice. like. <laughs> it's so funny because yeah, if you look at him, like yeah. you'll never guess it. Like you can never tell that that's Knoxville by looking at it, or that Spike dressed as a yeah. grandma. As soon as those motherfuckers talk, it's like, oh, that's Johnny Knoxville and that's Spike. Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> because I like because I was saying like when people do a like guys do a girl's voice, you can always hear like the, right. the deepness. But with him, I was like, you did like a great job of me not hearing that. And he's yeah. like, okay, I guess that's good. <laughs> like, you're not masculine, so yeah. no. But uh, but no. But I remember going through that process of of kind of seeing the screener and then going the final product was different. There was, yeah, the, you, like you we didn't even use the spike things. scenes. Like the spike yeah. scenes ended up not making them, even though they were hilarious. Yeah. We got great shit with them. Yeah, but it didn't forward the story along. You yeah, know? and so yeah, you saw it. Yeah, we. Reshuffled it all around. Yeah. Well, how how about like with the dirt? Like, like were there things like that that you had to lose that like? Cause cause I mean I just even from the little like short films and stuff that I do on the small level, just cause I'll I'll shoot cause I'm a camera guy too. So I'll shoot and I'll be like, this is this beautiful mm -hmm. scene. It's shot beautifully, and I'm like, and I have to lose it. Like, yeah. Ah. It's hard, man. Yeah. It's hard, but like, you know, the end product is more important than those pretty little scenes. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Uh, yeah, you got it. We had to kill a ton of those. And, that, and that, these long, beautiful, established shots that get like. Yeah, yeah, but that's just adding time right now, and I need this movie to fly. You know, like, yeah, like it's just kill, kill, kill. But yeah. uh, it's a process. Yeah, yeah. You can't fall too in love with your scenes. The same with anything I've ever made. You got to be ready. Yeah. To or you'll let just make go. the dirt point five. <laughs> dirt, dirt five. <laughs> yeah, dirt <yeah>. point five. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Well, well, cool. Well, uh, dude, thanks for sitting of down. Of course, with me man. And, Anytime. Uh, chatting the uh, the dirt. And shit. Yeah, and shit. We talked a lot about shit <laughs> before we got into this movie, but but uh, but I'm excited for you, man, and congratulations Thanks, man. with, with doing that. It's just it's really rad to, to watch your, uh, your your career evolve in so many different ways. Well, I'm watching you come up too, man. Yeah. So let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Everybody. Hell yeah.